getting there, where the selective affinity dies and the sanctified abandon lives. Come ye after me. Mark 1.17 One of the greatest hindrances in coming to Jesus is the excuse of temperament. We make our temperament and our natural affinities barriers to coming to Jesus. The first thing we realize when we come to Jesus is that he pays no attention whatever our natural affinities. We have the notion that we can consecrate our gifts to God. You cannot consecrate what is not yours. There is only one thing you can consecrate to God, and that is your right to yourself. If you will give God your right to yourself, he will make a holy experiment out of you. God's experiments always succeed. The one mark of a saint is the moral originality which springs from abundance to Jesus Christ. In the life of a saint, there is this amazing wellspring of original life all the time. The Spirit of God is a well of water springing up, perennially fresh. The saint realizes that it is God who engineers circumstances. Consequently, there is no wine but a reckless abandon to Jesus. Never make a principle out of your experience. Let God be as original with other people as he is with you. If you abandon to Jesus and come to what he says, come, he will continue to say, come, through you. You will go out into life reproducing the echo of Christ's come. That is the result in every soul who has abandoned and come to Jesus. Have I come to Jesus? Will I come now? I think God has been asking me to abandon my hesitation. Because of my consistent hesitation, I hinder the Spirit's work in my life. The truth is, God has reworked who I am, and if I allow my life to be a vessel for the work of Jesus in my circles here on earth, then that is the difference I can make. My selective affinity would be in my attractions to things which lead me astray. Who am I created by? I have confidence to say I am created by God, and being created by God, it's no wonder why I am only just beginning to find true inspiration. Things make sense now, even though it's hard to explain. I'm created to worship God. I'm meant to give my life to him and do as Jesus taught. This is what gives me meaning, and I see its value more the more I speak these truths to other people. When I'm not hindered by hesitation and doubt, life spreads. 
I watched a documentary with my son today. And the documentary filmed a year in a section of Africa. It followed some elephants, lions, and painted wolves over the course of a year. There was a scene where water was flowing through the delta and the water traveled hundreds of miles to reach the delta. Very far away, there was a giant rainstorm. And it rained so much that the water flowed for hundreds of miles. And it transformed the land where the documentary was filmed. It was in a delta. And for a few months, the living water that flowed through the, the dry land, it gave life to the dried up land. It attracted all species of animals from miles around, and they used the life that the water gave to the land to raise their babies. This is what Jesus can do through our lives. Don't doubt him. Just try and imagine how you believed. When did you hear first met? When did you first hear the living word? And where do you think that came from? Jesus lives in us, and we have the duty to spread his living word to others. If you have kids, build them up with living water. Same with your spouse. The life we pour into one person can manifest itself for generations. Jesus is amazing, and all it takes is a little or a lot of effort to plant a seed. And from there, generations later, amazing disciples can continue the message. It's not about us. It's about what he can do through us. Whatever sin is corrupting your life, allow Jesus in. He is enough to free you from. We have a duty to be fit for service. So turn to Jesus. Give it up. Be free. God bless you.